Thank you for listening to another inspiring message from the Movement Church. To find out more about the Movement Church, you can check out our website at theocmovement.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The OC Movement. Good morning, Movement Church. Man, you guys look fantastic, always better looking than the second service every time, hands down. As you can tell, today is going to be a little bit of a different service. Are you excited about this morning? We have some fun, and just don't pay any attention to the people. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. we got some friends on stage with us today, but before I dive into that, I want to tell you, one of the things that makes the Movement Church amazing, actually probably one of the biggest things is the people that are right here. In fact, we are, we are so committed to authentic relationships through community. We call them connect groups, and we've got a semester coming up. And if you have not led a connect group, this might be your semester. So text the word LEAD to our number and let us know. Man, we'd like to hear what your heartbeat is. And you can lead a group on just about anything. I know some of you love scrapbooking. Ruben, I know that's your, your jam, so you let us know. We got you covered, but uh, let us know. We want you to be a part about, of that. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Can we jump into today? Is that all right? Yeah. Well, hey, I've got some friends on stage. Yes, you can we, stand can up we say, I know, I don't know what to do. Listen, you stand, we'll do Thank row, you, row, row your Joe. boat in session. Let's not. <laughs> no? Okay. Let's, for those of you who, it's your first time with us today, we just want to say welcome. Um, this is a little bit different than how we would normally uh, do a service. And my name is Megan. This is my husband, Pastor Kerry, that's why we're bantering the way we are, and it will probably continue throughout service today, so get ready for that. Uh, but, you, but we both have mics. So we it, do. You know, we have multiple mics up here. We, have, so. we are doing so well today, but we want to introduce you to our friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So she definitely jumped the notes. Y'all watch her today. because we You have didn't notes. say hi to our, our friends that I, are visiting. I didn't say hi to our guests. I'm so sorry. So for those of you that are guests, welcome. We want to say what's up to you. Thanks for being a part. I don't know about you, but when I grew up, uh, the dinner table was everything for our family. So I, we grew up in, a, in an age where my parents would say, you can go out, just be back by dark or six, whichever comes first. Anybody grow up like that? So we would disappear, but we had to be back by 6 p.m. because mom had dinner ready and I'm one of seven kids. So it was pretty intense. Tables about this size and it was awesome. But the, t- the dinner table is where family business took place. The dinner table is where we had big discussions. And so for those of you that are with us for the very first time, or for those that have, of you that have been here for a long time or a long, first time in a long time, we want to say welcome to the dinner table tonight or today. We're going to talk about some exciting things coming it's up. It's like the and breakfast table this We're morning. at the breakfast, the brunch table. Yeah. We've got some eggs benedict coming out in a minute, but <laughs> we've invited some of our great friends up here. Do we want to introduce them or just hold out with suspension? What do you think? Whatever you think. Why don't you introduce them? Okay, so this is our good friend, Jerry Hardy. Everybody give it up for Jerry. And, and we have the Seaford brothers. This is Carter and Chandler right back here. And Maria Langford, and very own Pastor Joe Boyd right here, one of our he children's actually, pastors. He brought clogs, and he's going to do a clog dance on top on of the table. table in a minute. It's going to be fantastic. Be so good. So, yeah, right on. Well, listen, we're, we want to talk to you a little bit about the story of the Movement Church. We've got a big announcement for you. If you came for the first time, it's the best Sunday to be a part. For those of you that have been in the journey with us for a long time, man, you, you picked the great Sunday. We're going to unpack some exciting things, but... We wanted to take a trip down memory lane and kind of paint a picture of where we've come from, where we are now, and most importantly, where God has taken us. So why don't you kind of jump in, babe? So I, I won't give you all the details. She but probably you... will. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> and let if me you... just tell you, this isn't scripted. We have notes. They have not. We haven't told them what to say. In fact, Jerry might break out in a poem or a sonnet. I'm excited. You never know. But we wanted this to be completely authentic. So just get ready. It's going to be exciting. Real dinner table conversation. Yeah. You know, if you've been to our Welcome to Church party, then you um, have heard a little bit of our story. But the idea of the Movement Church actually began in 2006. And Pastor Kerry and I were serving as youth pastors at a a church in Dallas and, and God just dropped this idea in our heart. And, and I don't know how to explain that to you other than just like a feeling like maybe one day we might start a church and maybe California and we'd never been to California. And so it was just this like crazy God idea that just dropped in our heart. And we knew it was a later dream and not a now dream. And, and so God just continued to do so many great things in our personal lives and in ministry. And, and really over the course of time took us through Phoenix, Arizona, where it is 
Hotter than hell. Am I allowed to say that? No, I think that's cussing. It is? If you say a hundred in hell, that is not cussing. That's not? Strike that from the podcast. Okay, don't record this one. Welcome to the dinner table of the Movement Church. Oops. You have technically just, everyone has tuned out and... Lord, forgive us. So it is very hot in Phoenix. It's really hot. We won't hot describe it. It's right hot. Now. now you're very hot. That's that's a fact. But but, but it was a Scratch great that. season for us because we had some pastors that really kind of helped us grow and learn how to plant a church and uh, how to pastor people. And they really just pastored us. And so it was a great season for us to grow. Yeah, we really grew in ministry, understanding we were a part of a church plant. So learning what it took to actually start a church. And in 2011, God just kind of began to... Um, almost regurgitate that dream again. Just, God, what do you want for the Robinson family, for Carrie and Megan? What do you want us to accomplish? What do you want us to do? And um, we were actually at a conference, and a a speaker was talking about courage. And he said, sometimes courage is the willingness to go when it would be easier to stay. And I just felt God speak to me. And the only way I know how to say that is it wasn't an audible voice from heaven, but it was just this strong, like I I heard the words in my head, when you're brave enough to say it's time to go, then I'll show you where. And so it just resonated so much with us that we went back and Carrie and I sat and met with our pastors and we, we told them the story and, and they said, we know it's time for you to go and, and you need to drive to California and you need to pray about starting a church because that's the dream God put in your heart all those years ago. And with their full backing and support, we did. And in 2011, moved our family out to Orange County, California. We, we really knew to one couple, they lived 30 minutes away and it was quite possibly one of the scariest, most exciting seasons of our life. But we kind of had this idea of why we were coming out here. Absolutely. God had really just put it on our heart that, that we were to come out and, and be a part of starting a church that's more than just a church, but a movement, um, a passionate group of people who Hence are willing. the name The Movement Church. People <laughs> that's ask where it us came from. <laughs> But just really being a part of a group of people who are willing to say, God, whatever you want to do with our lives, we'll do it. And, and there's a scripture that we love. It's Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3. And Pastor Kerry actually read this last week if you were here. And it says this, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. And that just means that God's called us and he's with us. That's what that means. Absolutely. And the poor may not be the poor financially. It may be, but it may also be the poor Somebody who's lacking something. And, and when we're lacking the good news of the hope of who Jesus is, we're, we're lacking something. And so to, to bring that good news and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, To give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And the scripture just resonated with us so much because we felt like God had called us to Orange County, California to bring good news to people who need to hear it. And we found out that in Orange County, California, there are 3 million people who live here and 2.7 Help me make sure I'm getting You're my facts right because right, I'm not reading numbers. it. 2.7 million do yeah, not attend church. church. That's, right. That's a huge number of people who need to know the hope that is found listen, in Jesus. There's a need here as much as anywhere else. Don't let affluence fool you to thinking that there's nothing, no need. We're not, we may not be talking about as many physical needs, but those are here as well. But there's a great spiritual need here too. Absolutely. And people need to know the hope. that It doesn't mean that we're all, everyone is a victim. It just means, no, there's hope for a future. And that there's a bright thing in front of us, and that is the hope that God's yeah. given us. That well, that sense. scripture resonates so much because it says to bind up the brokenhearted. And, and that, that sounds so weak, but so many of us struggle with a broken heart. And, and just to know that, that there is hope on the other side of whatever the circumstances might be that you're walking through. And then it says to bring liberty to the captives, freedom from things that have held us back from experiencing all that God has. And so with that verse in mind... We moved out and started praying, God, bring a team and uh, building towards September 12th, 2009. Nope, September, September 9th, 9th, 2012. 2012. <laughs> See what I'm saying? No scripts, no scripts. And just praying God do something great. And now the important part of this story is not all the details, but the important part of the story is that there was nothing in front of us except for yeah. faith and everything behind us. So much comfort, so much complacency, so much safety. And so we just learned in the season that if we're willing to take, to risk comfort for the sake of the call, the impact will be beyond comprehension. 
And that's important for you because this is the title of this message is this is our story. And uh, and I want you to know that that statement is become the reality for Megan and I and so many of our team because we got in and just started praying God bring people and he did. He brought so many amazing people. I couldn't even tell you all the stories today. And then we we built up and started doing practice services right here in this theater. And it really smelled musty back then. We've been able to kind of make some changes uh, with air freshener along the way. But uh, we also sent out a mailer to 75,000 homes. And I think we have an image of our first mailer that will come up in just a moment. I think so. I think so. I think so. They're looking. This is the tech team's worst nightmare. There it is. This is it, September 9th. Like, this hit 75,000 homes, and we were like, God, please, like, bring people in. And I'll never forget, after God rallied an amazing team, day one came, and we used to get ready upstairs in the eagle's nest, because we were, like, just thinking, man, maybe if we come downstairs, there will be people here. We were hoping and praying. Jesus, please. And we're, like, sweating, and we came down, and people were here. And uh, one couple that came day one, because they received a piece of mail, eight and a half inches tall by 11 inches long, are none other than Pastor Joe and Katie Boyd. Come on. Why don't you tell your story, Joe? Yeah, sure enough, uh, Pastor Katie and I had moved back down to California, and we have been looking for a church for about a year. We both grew up here, but uh, we knew God had a special church called for us, laid out. And I checked the mailbox and found that piece in there. I was like, man, this is awesome. Because you're one. awesome. Right? So I was if like, it's for the ridiculous. This is definitely a church for me. I don't know about Katie, but for me, yes. Um, <laughs> Went and checked the website, and sure enough, packed up the kids. Lincoln was all of two at the time. Almost you brought our church down. Yeah, you two. think he's crazy now? Back then, it was, it was wow. Bad. Literally, second week, took down children's check-in with one pull. It was awesome. It was intense. We learned a lot since then. Yeah, we were like, I don't know if they're ever going to let us come back here. But we did that, and the next thing, you know, we found out about the Welcome to Church party, and like we knew this is where we're supposed to be. And we went to the Welcome to Church party like so many of us have. And I went up to Pastor Kerry and I said, hey, man, I want to serve. Just don't ask me to come to crew. And I was like, and he's like, that's really where I need you. I was like, all right, then so be it. Let's do it. The crew helps set up and tear down this whole church yeah. every single Sunday morning they are the and Sunday afternoon. Women that make it that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Amen. And now, I mean, honestly, I couldn't imagine not waking up and setting this church up. It's yeah. one of the greatest honors. And through that, you know, Katie, it's jumped on the kids team and. We found just so much purpose and so much just excitement and joy to be a part of this family, to set this church up for people to come experience Jesus. And through the, the journey, uh, God has led us to the kids' ministry, and now we get to come to church every Sunday and, and teach a lot of your children and party with them, because we do that a lot. That's right. Um, and we absolutely love it. We just, and really discovering purpose, because before, you, you knew that you wanted to be in ministry, but along the journey, it just became evident this is a calling, and you're working yeah. towards being in vocational ministry. We've yes. licensed these guys as pastors. Do, can you imagine the Movement Church without Joe and Katie Boyd? Can we give them a hand clap right now? And, and this, even on week one, when I made fun of the New York Giants, who he's a Giants <laughs> fan, he still came back as a Cowboys fan. It was a close fan, one, though. Fan, but, <laughs> I was like, Katie, but we're praying for his salvation, so y'all keep praying for him, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, it, I mean, this is just one of the many stories of people who have come along the way. Yeah. So. You know, our, our goal, the reason we exist as a church has always been and will always be that we exist to inspire the one who's far from God to find life in Christ and life in the church. That's why the movement church is here. We say it all the time. It's for the one, for the one person who needs to walk into this room and needs to know that there is hope and needs to know that, that you are loved, that God has good things ahead of you, no matter what's behind you. That's why we exist is for the one. And, and that will always be why we exist. But one of the things we wanted to do was just talk about, um, this is where we came from, but here's where we are today. So we are about to celebrate our four year anniversary as a church. Crazy. And some of you have been here for the entire journey. And some of you may even just be here for the first time today. And, and every single one of you is part of the story. Um, every single one of you plays such a big part. Um, it's crazy to think about where we came yeah. since September 9th, 2012. And, and just taking a, a vision and an idea of a church and then seeing God begin to uh, build 
his church, which is yeah. what he does. And we wanted to just share some of the, the things that we love about the movement church. You know, we, we have what we call culture points here and culture is just, it, it's what gives us shape as a church. There's amazing churches all over Orange County, uh, amazing churches. In fact, we've got great friends who pastor a yeah. lot of the churches around here. Um, but, but culture for, for us is what makes the movement church, the movement church. And so one of our culture points that we say all the time is that we will lead the way through radical generosity reaching the hopeless and the hurting both locally and globally because we can. Right. And that's been our mission since day one. From day one, we decided, you know, we're going to always reach out financially, physically with everything we can. And we, so we did an actual backpack drive on the very first launch day of our church. Like, Hey, welcome to this and also bring backpacks. And it was awesome. It worked. Yeah. We, I think we did like 150 or 130 some odd backpacks and raised like $1,500 instantly. And we just were committed from the very for beginning. For children's cap. That's right. That's what I was about to say. I mean, you're good. You're jumping ahead of me. Though. Y'all watch her. Y'all keep an eye on her. And so this is for an organization called Children's Cup, which we've partnered with from the beginning. And this is an organization in, in South Africa, specifically Swaziland, that helps feed kids one warm meal a day and then provides educational and healthcare needs and, and, and facilitates things yeah. for them. But then they also build a church there to reach the spiritual needs. And so right now we're feeding 118 kids weekly. I don't know yeah. if I have the picture for you. I try to get it up, but they actually just drilled a well on our property three weeks ago, which is awesome. That's worth a hand clap. Come on. You're a part of that. That uh, means which, fresh water. Yeah. It means fresh water, which is the biggest need yeah. that they have. And then also we're taking 15 people to that feeding site in just a few months. It's going to be amazing. You get to hear their stories coming back. And this is just a few of the things that have gone on. We've done two serve days with hundreds of people coming out to impact the region. Um, we've given almost to- total year to date, I'm sorry, since the inception of the church, almost 150000 to missions in under four years. Can you please give yourself a hand clap for that? Because that's unbelievable. Um, we're a big part of what we do is plant churches and we have helped plant 600 churches through an organization that also helped us plant uh, a good portion of our finances come in because the greatest way to reach people with the gospel of Jesus is through planting churches. And so we're behind that 100%. But our dream team too has grown impressively. But before we go there, uh, one of the things that we have focused in on as opposed to just being all about Sunday mornings, as I said earlier, is we've talked about being driven through connect groups and building authentic relationships. And some of the best friends that you never met, you found here in this church because you started to come. And, and we invited our good friend, the one man, Jerry, to come up and share. Come on, a little bit about that. You're good. You're good to go. So this is my friend, Jerry. That's how I say his name every time I see him. So you should do the same thing. Jerry, he likes that. So, Well, hi, everyone from Movement Church and uh, guest. And uh, I want to share something about connect groups. Um, I was a little hesitant at first. I don't know how long it took me before I went to one, but eventually <laughs> I made it to one. And I remember it was going deeper, I think, with the Saddlers, Jason and Crystal. And I showed up at the door, and uh, Jason came to the door, and it looked like uh, he wasn't sure uh, if he knew me or not. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> he goes yes, can I help you? I said, Jason, it's Jerry, you know, remember me from church? I've been going to church maybe about four or five months then. And Jason said, oh, yes, I'm here for the Connect Group, whatever. He welcomed me in. Uh, It was a little comical to me, that scene, a little awkward at the door, but not really awkward. He welcomed me into his home. And from that moment on, I knew it was very special, these Connect Groups. It's awesome. Um, I never missed one. I just looked forward, not just to the food. Uh, although that that is great that's a good reason to go to a connect group (laughs) but it's just a sharing that's been in every group I've attended Uh, I can go through the groups uh, uh, the battlefield of the mind with uh, uh, John and Patty and um, the other groups that I've been with uh, Joe and um, there's just been so many good cheese dip doesn't he Uh, his cheese dip is not to be missed (laughs) Tell you, if he has a, if he's offering a connect group or he's hosting one, get go there. get there. Not for the content or the friendship, but just the cheese dip. Okay. Good. On, on a more serious note, um, not that not that it's just about that. It's um, it's we really connect. Uh, yeah. As I look back on the groups that I've been involved, I see the Lord's hand yeah. on those groups, and such a sharing 
And just the strongest feeling I walk away from those groups is acceptance, yeah. almost a blank check. Everyone yeah. is doing their best to just welcome you into their homes and their hearts. And uh, from then on, I felt like Movement Church was family. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. That's and awesome. that's the greatest thing love that, that. I've got. Come on, let's give it that's up for okay. Gary. You know, as we, as we continue to grow as a church, um, as we grow larger in number, the way that we continue to grow small and to build authentic relationships is through connect groups. You can know that if you're in a connect group that someone will know your name and that someone will be praying for you every single week. And, and so connect groups are just the place where life happens. In fact, I was uh, in Starbucks just this last week and ran into a couple from our church, uh, Jeff and Gina Johnson. And I asked them. We go to Starbucks so much that they gave me a gold card membership for two and a half years. Yeah. (laughs) I got a phone call from the CEO. He's like, Hey, listen, uh, You're in. I don't think you should admit that right now. (laughs) Anyhow, I ran into Jeff and Gina, and they were just sharing with me their experience in this last semester of Connect Groups. And and they said that I could share slightly their story, but they've been walking through just an incredibly difficult season in this last season. And some big decisions that they've been having to make regarding their their foster son and and just really praying and, and struggling through this season that they're in the middle of. And I think they're here today. I can't find you because it's so dark out there. But but the thing I know Jeff and Gina shared with me is they said, listen... This semester of Connect Groups just saved us. If we didn't have the relationships with those people who could stand with us in the journey and encourage us and pray for us, and just to know that somebody was there when we were walking through one of the most yeah. challenging seasons of our life, this is this is where real relationship happens. And and that's what we love about Connect Groups at yeah, the Movement you, Church. If you want somebody to know your name at the Movement Church, you need to be in a Connect Group. And we all want to go where everybody knows <laughs> Nobody? You're not going to sing it? You're just going to... We want to go where everybody knows your name. Thanks, I don't know babe. the rest of it. I just, it. It wouldn't have been the same if you didn't sing yeah. today. That was awesome. I thought that was, pretty, that was awesome. pretty appropriate. You know, one of the other things that makes the Movement Church the Movement Church is our dream team. Can we give it up for our dream team? And, and we call them the dream team because really teamwork makes the dream work. Right. And uh, the movement church would not be the movement church if it were not for the men, women, teenagers, children that serve every single week to come and create an environment where we can do church. I mean, we actually get to build the church every single week. And so from the crew who's setting up and tearing down to our kids workers, our kids team is amazing. They're not just babysitting. Pastor Joe agrees. <laughs> They're not just babysitting our kids over there. They're actually investing in their life and teaching them the word of God from our incredible greeters. Hopefully you, when you walk in the church, you feel welcomed. Um, and there's a team of people who've said, we'll be here. We'll smile. We'll, we'll help to make you feel welcome because it, it can be awkward to walk into church for the first time. And, and so just to know that people are excited to see you is an, is an awesome thing. But our dream team, I mean, I can't say enough about our dream team. They really make church happen. In fact, last year in September, when we were celebrating our third year anniversary, we went to two services. Yeah, right. Before that, we'd only been doing one service. And we went to two services. And to do that meant we had to double our teams. That's right. And so it was amazing to see this army of men, women, teenagers, and children that said, hey, all I'll do my part. I'll bring what I can. There's a verse in Romans that says, like, I'm going to take my everyday ordinary life and bring it before God as an offering. And, and I love it because so many people said yes and have been a part of helping to build the church. We've grown by 40% in our dream team yeah. since last year, which is incredible. And that just means, that means that people are discovering purpose. Absolutely. Because it's not about volunteering. It's about saying, oh, wait, I have a strength and a gift mix. And, and I bring it to the table when I do that. People actually begin to discover hope. Yeah. I mean, if your life has been impacted by this church, it's not because of me or Megan. It's because of the army of men and women who make it happen. From every pot of coffee brewed to every diaper change to every this little fabric right here, somebody stretches that out with bungee cords. It's amazing. And you never see it. <laughs> until now. Until now. Look at it. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm I want saying, <laughs> all that to say, I mean, that, that's making a difference. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and listen, it's not convenient. No. Nobody's like, you know what I love to do on Sunday? Get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Some of you are like, 5 p.m.? That sounds awesome. No, no, no. <laughs> and it, does, it takes somebody, people to say, I'm, I'm willing to be inconvenienced for the sake of helping people find hope. Because we exist for the one. 
was far from God to find like life in Christ planned. and life in the church. Gosh. Yeah, that was good. it wasn't even, but that's just why we are here. I, I wanted to invite my friend Maria Langford to just share a little bit of her story about how God brought her and her family to the Movement Church and um, what God's done in your life. I think so. Okay, can you guys hear me? We can. <laughs> okay, awesome. No, I really feel like God was pursuing us because it wasn't anything that we wanted to do or searching for. Um, my sister invited us uh, for, to church and pretty much begged us to come. And so I, we, as a family, were only coming just to kind of please her in a way. <laughs> Hopefully she wouldn't beg me the following weekend. But um, no, the minute we walked in, we felt the, a complete difference. We had gone to other churches before and just never felt like connected. Like you kind of just were able to walk in, sit down and leave and no one said hi. No one acknowledged that you were there. So no one would know if you were new or had been there for a while. So walking in the doors of the movement church was so different. Like just walking in and everyone just rushing up to greet them or to greet you guys. Yeah. Greet us and like um, introduce themselves. And it just felt welcoming. Yeah. Mm. I mean, a little overwhelming for the, the those of <laughs> us the introverts. <laughs> All the hugs was a little much the first day. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I'm overwhelmed. Like how do you do that? Hey, people, stop hugging people. Do I don't you say know. That? No, because no. Stop hugging people. <laughs> no. We need no, like, yeah. But it's good. Go you, you guys bring us introverts out of our shelves. So it was really good. So you're loving being on stage with a microphone right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. So I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Um, but no, like seriously, just being feeling welcomed and just feeling a part of um, a church, part of a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like just for the first time feeling like you belong, yeah. I guess. Not yeah. having to fit in, not having to pretend you're someone you're wow. not. Not having to pretend you like things. and <laughs> Just to get um, acceptance from people, just to fit in, just being you, 100% yeah. you. And everyone accepting that. Um, so... With that, we just started inviting everybody, moms, friends, and um, just so cool to see. I feel like we take a whole row up now. Yeah, your family takes up an entire row. I'm pretty sure. Takes up a whole row. Like they have to lay his beard down a couple of chairs. So try not to sit on his beard. It's it's clean. And I think they're all considered Linkford. So sorry guys, but um, no, it's really cool just to see like what God's doing in their lives too. Yeah, like not just ours, not just knowing our story. But to hear their stories and just to see God's blessings, through, yeah. like the good, the bad, and the ugly sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so it's awesome. And you know, it's so cool to see your journey because you guys walked through some pretty crazy stuff for a season. And, yeah. and just to see God's hand on your life, but also to see what you, you came as a visitor and brought to the table. I can't imagine our lives without the Langford clan. No. And, uh, and not only that, Sean's beard. Yeah, and Sean's beard. Sometimes I store water bottles in there and I get it later, but uh, oh my goodness. I think we have a picture too. I think we baptized almost your entire we family. We did. Do we have Y'all those have pictures? Picture? I think so. It might not be. Maybe. Boom. There it is. There's Maria and Nicholas who serves on our junior dream yeah. team. I think we Amazing. baptized Sean and Elisa and almost the whole family. We're, how old is Austin? Because we haven't baptized him. We're praying for him. Oh, he needs it. He's two, four, <laughs> he really six. Pray for me, people. How old is um, he? He is almost six. He's almost yeah. six. We're praying for him. Yeah. I'm kidding, guys. I'm yeah. kidding. So, anyway, it's just a cool journey to be a part of and to see lives begin to transform. Absolutely. But, go ahead. And I mean, over the course of time, again, again, think, you're at the table right now, and we're just kind of talking about our story. But over the course of the last almost four years, we've seen 680. 87 people Come say on. yes to Jesus. That's worth it right there. And that's our commitment. Not all 687 people may sit in these seats, but if they've experienced the hope of who Jesus is, then that's our job as a church, right? And and so we, we're committed to that. And the crazy thing is that these stories that we're sharing right here, these are not just our story. It's not just Pastor Carrie and I or, or the Dream Team, but this is your story as well. And, and you're hearing from Maria and Jerry and Pastor Joe and in a moment, our, the Sievert guys, but, but this is your story. And whether you're here for the first time or the first time in a long time or you've been here for the entire journey, I imagine that you've had an experience that you could say, this is what I think God has been unfolding in my life. And yeah. so you're part of the story. It's, it's all of our story. And, and we want you to know that today. So we're talking where we've been, where we are, but I want to talk for a moment about where we're going and the things that God, I feel, wants to do in and through our church, which includes your life. And one of the things that we say on a regular basis, and that really is a big culture point of who we are, is that we refuse to insult God with mediocre living. 
God is big, so we dream big. Yeah. And we'll take action and live intentionally. Yeah. And we just want to live lives that are big lives, that we're dreaming big, believing that God's going to do something spectacular. And in the beginning of this year, we just said, okay, God, what, what do you have for our church? And we actually said, give us a word, something that just kind of defines this year. And, and that word was accelerate. And that, that word just simply means this, to cause faster or greater development, progress or advancement. And here's something we wrote down. It's a statement we, we, we kind of coined in the beginning of the year, that we believe that this word is for our church. So we're believing that God is going to clear paths for us to run towards the vision that he's given for the movement church. Yeah. And a, message, a, a verse that kind of parallels with that is Proverbs 4.12. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Yeah. And so we just started praying, God, we want to see the great things. Listen, I don't know about you, but I don't want to just live a normal life. I don't want to live a mundane life. I don't want to just live a safe life. And while sometimes it's a little bit enticing and it sounds exciting, I want to always be on the, the bleeding edge of whatever it is that God wants yeah. to do in my life. And the only reason I can say that is because we've taken big leaps and yeah. steps of faith. And so that's kind of where we're at in the season. So with that, with that word, in fact, that verse that he just read in Proverbs where it says that when you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. There's a, there's a choice there. Like we are able to just walk, but if you run, God's saying, I'm going to go before you and, and your step is not going to be hindered. You will not stumble. And so as a church, we've just determined to be the kind of church that runs after what God has for us. And, and so honestly, in the same way that God impressed on our heart all those years ago in 2006 to maybe one day start a church and maybe California. And in the same way that I felt God so just stirring in, in my heart with the words that when you're brave enough to say it's time to go, then I'll show you where. We felt at the beginning of 2016 that God was telling us this was going to be a year of acceleration. And we really just had the, just an impression, not a audible word from God, but just a, a feeling that God was going to ask us to step into a new location this year. And we weren't 100% sure where we just knew, okay, we, we sense that this year, that 2016, that God is going to ask us to take some new ground, to take some new territory and to step into a new location. And so we honestly just started praying that way. And, um, and we're going to tell you a little bit more about that, but we, as we prayed that way, we just said, God, whatever you want to do within the church, we're, we're for it and we're willing to run. And one of the culture points of the movement church is that the church is a big deal to God. God, and it's a big deal to us. So we will invest our lives to build the local church. This is what we're committed to do. These are the people that are sitting here on the platform with us. And so many of you in the room today, we just think if the church is a big deal to God, then it should be a big deal to us. So we've been praying and preparing with all of our heart for what God has for us and, and investing our lives to build the local church. And honestly, um, we couldn't choose uh, two greater people to kind of share a little bit of their story than Chandler and Carter Sieverts, who are teenagers, a senior in high school this year, yeah. yes, and a junior in high school this That's year. Right. And they have been a part of this church since, goodness, almost the beginning, and have been investing their lives here at the Movement yeah. Church. And so, guys, I just want to give you a chance to share a little bit about what God's been doing in your life, your experience at youth camp this year. Chandler, you want to start us out? Is it, is it, can you guys hear me? Yeah. We can. All right, so we went to youth camp last month, and it was, like, filled with crazy games and <laughs> awesome worship and an intense bike course that may have led Carter to the ER room. Yes. <laughs> but besides all that big scare, one of my favorite parts was the cabin time and getting to grow closer with the middle school boys and yeah. leading devotions. And, like, little did I know before, I didn't know that Carter and I were going to be taking on, like, a cabin leadership role. And then it was like first night cabin time. I was like, all right. So kind of just I was like, I was like, all right. Let's talk about the message. And we really got to hear like how God is affecting like Gavin's and Jaden's, all the other middle school boys, how it's affecting their lives. And it was like cool to see how, how they're giving their all during worship. Yeah. And then like second night came. We're all super tired from the the games and the bike <laughs> courses. And we are we're doing like testimonies. And like Jaden was like really like telling me like how God actually affected his life, That's and so cool. he really felt that God, like, had had a purpose and a calling for him, and he wanted to, like, give his life to Christ, and it was, it made me feel so awesome, and he, they all, like, said, we're all looking up to you, and I was like, you guys are looking up to me, like, I'm only, like, <laughs> only, like, three years older than you, but, like, okay. Shh, don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I, like, the last night, I was, like, 
kind of like, like just doing the same thing. Like I was like just hanging out with the little boys, and then God really put it on my heart that like I already I know I have a purpose and destiny, but I it really showed and God put it on my heart that I was called to leading the youth and being okay. like an inspiration, and it it was cool. I was so happy to be blessed with the opportunity to lead all the kids there. So cool. It was cool to come back from youth camp and know that that that's what I'm called for. That's really cool to just kind of be encouraged that God's purpose for your life yeah. is is a part of what he's doing in, in all of these kids' lives, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's so awesome. We're so proud of both of you boys and the incredible um, role that you play in our church and the investment that you, just on your own, and I, I'm going to let you share a little bit, too, Carter, but just on your own, just to have taken it upon yeah. yourself to say, you know what, and this is how we should all live our lives, right, is investing in the generation that's coming behind us. Come on. There is... There's always somebody younger in the room. There's always somebody who needs to know our story. There's always somebody who needs us to invest into their lives. And I just love that even without um, being told that you guys just take that as a yeah. personal challenge. And, and so, Carter, tell us a little bit about your experience. So we moved out here to California, and we were looking for a church. And our old church was kind of just show up and hang out, talk to people, and hear the word, and then go home. And coming here was a little different. When you walked in, you were really welcomed, as Maria was saying, and then... When it came to the moment where people were asking you, you know, what's your purpose in life? It was, people were, it was like um, this kind of feeling where you you had a purpose to do something at this church and you had a purpose to like lead the way for people. Yeah. And for Chandler and I to join the um, kids group and to pour into life into those kids, yeah. it just opened my eyes that there's a purpose in that and that the next generation is so important. And that it's not about living in the now. It's about looking towards the future and making sure that there's a past for them to live and enjoy life and not be in the dust and living to where they have no purpose. And to lead them and to, like, work with Pastor Joe and them in the kids' rooms and see them grow and have purpose in their lives is so much to me and means so much to Chandler and I. Sorry. You're okay. And just serving in crew and just serving at the church means so much. It's not just coming and doing your part and just yeah. getting in, doing the work and leaving. It's about really impacting people. Yeah. And when you go and set up the church, you feel, oh, we're just 5 a.m. in the morning. Nobody really knows we're here. But when people come in and see this movie theater changed into a total church, it's like, how does this even happen? Yeah. And just to know, <laughs> just to know that it was that we set this up for the one and yeah. to really make a path for everyone, which is really cool. And then also just working in the kids, it's just a life changer. Like, I thought it was just me going to be going and hanging out with kids and just kind of, like, being almost a watcher so they don't leave the room and run out. (laughs) But then when it was put on to us that we had to go up and talk and really speak into these kids, it was like, whoa, this is a big deal. Like, kind of have to, like, actually do something here. And so so just pouring into those kids' lives, it just means so much because you see them grow and see them have purpose and they look up to us and they're like, wow, I want to be like them. I want to have a purpose. I want to go and talk to kids and enlighten people's lives. And it's just really cool to see all that happen. So cool. We're so proud of you guys. As a church, we are so proud of you. And, I mean, we could probably just wrap up the service now. Yeah. But listen, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. And I love, I love the heartbeat behind these guys. Stupid. <laughs> Uh, we exist to inspire the one who's far from God to find life in Christ and life in the church. And that's inconvenient. And that takes risk. And it's not safe. But when we discover purpose and put that to work, we inspire those behind us. And we want to do that. Not just today, but in the years to come. We've made a commitment as at the beginning. We're not just going to be a country club for Christians. There's enough churches around here. If that's what you're looking for, we're not it. We don't want to just placate to Christianity, but we want to make a difference in our lives. 2.7 million people who don't know the hope of who Jesus is. And each of us, we're not trying to reach 2.7. We're just trying to reach one. And then we'll just keep reaching one. And then one. And then one. And I think we can actually change the world. And we're not the only church. There's a lot of great churches. It's going to take a lot of great churches. But... This We can't stay where we're at forever. Personally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And that's what this today is about. 
the next big step for the movement church and where God is taking us and what God wants to do with us and through us. Megan and I have been praying, our pastoral team, our elders, our trustees, our overseers have just been praying. That's just, those are all big words for leadership in our church. And uh, just, God, what are you doing? And we just kind of felt this sense, right? We say right here in your knower that God's going to give us a big challenge in the future. And maybe it's probably going to be a move, but what does that look like? And that's going to be uncomfortable because, I mean, God knows we love Shamu on the wall. And what would that be like to not have him? And, and so we just started praying and that's, God just started opening doors and closing others and just navigating us to this brand new season. And, uh, and navigating us to this brand new season of what's before us. And that's the big announcement for you today is that in October, not this month, not next month, but the following, we are moving to a brand new location. And uh, yeah, that is exciting. It's crazy. Now, it's not a permanent facility. No. It still that requires set up and tear down. Yeah. But I believe with a crew like this, we can, yeah. we can, we can make that it. happen. And uh, this new facility is called Serrano Intermediate School. And uh, there, I've, I've, I know some of you are like, Ooh, I know, change. What? <laughs> and so we're going to help give you insight and information. But let me just tell you this, is that this is going to be a catalyst for a brand new season of growth to see new Joes and new Marias, new Jerry's, new Carters, new Chandlers. And it will be a sacrifice yeah. for some. For some, it means we'll be driving further. For others, it means just getting closer to where you currently live. Yeah. <laughs> this new location is at El Toro and Geronimo, more or less. For practical sake, you can text the word map to our number, and it will literally drop you a map right now to let you know where this is. I think, I think a cool thing to know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm interrupting you, babe. I'm sorry. I just think... A, You're not sorry. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I think a really neat thing to know about this is that as we were praying, God, where do you want us to go? Again, remember, courage is sometimes the willingness to go when it would be easier to stay. And so we were really praying, God, we don't want to just knock down the doors of places where you don't want us to be. So we just started praying, God, would you help us to know exactly where you want us as a church to be? And, and will you help a school district? If it's a school we need to be in, will you help them to just call us? Like, I know that's absurd. We've but that's, been trying to get into schools. We had three schools tell, tell us, us no, no, which is super encouraging. Yeah. So. But, at, but as we prayed, all of a sudden, two weeks after we started praying in that direction, we got a phone call from the Saddleback School District, and the lady who'd been working with us said, hey, listen, I have a school that wants a church. They called so me come. this morning and said, would you, is there a church that can meet in our school? We have an opening, and we would love to have one. And I said, yes, please. And so um, we drove over. There's so many amazing God things about this. The fact that a school wants us to be there is amazing. The fact that the district was knocking down doors to make this happen is unmerited, unprecedented favor. The fact that it will actually be cheaper for us to move into a larger facility than what we are currently paying now. Can I get an amen for some cheaper? And I think we have some video footage. We have this is a larger space for our worship center for more seats, more availability for more Jerry's and Maria's and Carter's. Our children's facility is going to be unparalleled. This the uh, uh, availability and the space and it's safe and it's clean and secure. There's and, an idea behind you of like what a room could look like. There's an idea of what we're going to what we're looking at and and and, and listen, uh, listen, don't get me wrong, this has been an amazing theater. We so love awesome. the staff, we love the team here. This isn't about being frustrated with where we're at. It's about being excited about where we're going. And so what is in front of us is risk and faith and what is behind us is comfort and safety. But man, we have just found that when we're willing to risk comfort for the sake of the call, the impact is beyond comprehension. I mean, this is going to give us the availability after services to slow down. So you're not being, we we don't have moviegoers coming in and the crew like breaking you over the head with wooden panels and we'll be able to breathe and hang out and build community. When we have parties, we'll be able to bring out food trucks. Can I get an amen for food trucks? I mean, that's really why we're doing this is for food trucks. uh, I'm kidding. But listen, I I just want to tell you, this is going to be an amazing season and it will be only amazing if you jump in the journey with us. It will take some risk. 
And some of you that live maybe down a little further south or uh, other places, it might be a little longer drive. Yeah. And I, but I believe if we can risk convenience, I think we can make an impact in a new neighborhood, yeah. new people, new names. And this is the first of many moves because yeah. our hope is to have a campus within 10 to 15 minutes of everyone in South County. There will be a day where this theater, the entire theater, won't be large enough to contain our church. And it starts with little steps of faith like this. So I want to ask you, we want to ask you to jump in the journey with us. Don't be a spectator, but jump in. We want to tell more stories like these of people who have said yes to Jesus. Who More stories of baptism, more stories of connection, and more stories of discovering purpose and pursuing destiny. And I believe you are a big part of that. And I think I'm excited about it. I mean, it's a crazy season. I'm going to cry when we say goodbye to this musty, amazing theater. (laughs) But I'm excited about all that the future has to offer. And so I'm going to give you a couple practicals, and then we're going to kind of bring this service to a conclusion. I'm going to ask some big things of you as as pastors of this church. I'm going to ask some big things of you over the next few weeks. We're, I think, seven weeks out from this amazing move. (laughs) Seven weeks out from this amazing move. And I'm going to ask you to do two things over the next three to four weeks. Step out and step up. Step out and step up. And here's here's the first thing. Step out is this. I'm going to ask you to step out in faith. Uh, To make this move, we're going to need to purchase some new equipment. Uh, We're going to beef up and make the kids' ministry amazing. The sanctuary is in a gym, but it has a stage, and it's going to be fantastic. And it'll be a little different experience than you've ever been a part of thus far. Jeremy's going to be doing aerobic, uh, those those fabric aerobatic, what, help me out with that? Where the fabric is hanging Cirque du Soleil while he's playing the guitar. It's going to be amazing. No, I'm kidding. That's not going to happen. We're going to be purchasing new equipment. We're going to do some amazing mass marketing to the new neighborhood, which is exactly what got this guy right here in our church. And it's going to take some money. I'm going to be honest with you. I believe about $40,000. And here's the good news. That money has already come in. It's just in our pockets. And so here's what I'm going to ask. You like that? That's an old school church joke. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Here's what I'm going to ask. We will never ask you to give money. I'm just asking you to step out in faith and ask God, what would he have you do? And whatever he says, just be obedient. I, we're not stressing. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. We raised the money to get into this church. I don't even know, by the hair of our chinny-chin-chin and the Holy Spirit. So we're making this move. But here, look at me in the eyes. I'm going to ask you to step out. Just say, God, and this is it. Go home today with your husband, your wife, or by yourself, or whatever. Just say, God, what do you want me to get? For some of us, it's going to be a sacrifice. It may mean, you know, saying no to some other things. But I'm just going to ask you to step out. And then the last thing is step up. If you're not on the dream team, what are you waiting for? It's the greatest decision you haven't made yet. It doesn't matter where you jump on, jump on. Whether you, maybe you're the best greeter in the history of the world, then greet. Maybe you do not like people. That's what our tech team is for. It doesn't matter what it is. And you can text the word team to our number right now. Our dream team is a dream team. Y'all are shaking your heads again on Dream Team. I think it's Dream Team. We'll go with that until we tell you something different. Just keep texting that number. (laughs) If you're on the Dream Team, I want to challenge you to lead. Maybe you've got a gift of leadership. We'll start leading. We need you. This this is the season. This is the time. On the other side of your yes is life change. Yeah. We have a slide with that number so that people who don't have it memorized yet might know what to text. And then the, uh, this is a great time also to lead a connect group. Yeah. We're going to start a new semester of connect group September 25th. And let me tell you why that matters. In the middle of this semester, we'll be moving into a brand new facility. We're going to do a big party on October 16th. And I believe we'll have 500 people at it. <gasps> because all be of us awesome. are going to bring all of our friends. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you it's more about that awesome. later. But, man, what a great place for people right after they come to a new facility to find a connect group to attend if they want to. Yeah. So we won't have that unless you help lead. To, to lead it. Whatever. If you love it, lead it. And, and there are some parameters. Like, <laughs> you can't, like, start a motorcycle gang of, like, smuggling dr- guns and drugs. That's not okay. But other things you can do. So that was random. That was really random. <laughs> Welcome to the dinner table. <laughs> so step out. Step up. So if you're not on the Dream Team, jump on. If you are, then lead. This is the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. But here's so my, my challenge is this. If we're willing to risk comfort for the sake of the call. The impact would be beyond comprehension. 
So the question is this, whose story hasn't been told yet? Whose story hasn't been told yet? Whose life hasn't been impacted? What marriages are out there that are just waiting for someone to say there's hope? For young people to discover that there's purpose, for teenagers to realize, man, my life can count for something while I'm a junior in high school and not after I graduate college and get everything figured out. Y'all with me? So jump in the journey and let's see what God can do through us. Is that cool? Let me just pray for us for a moment before we move on in the service. I just want to pray a prayer of faith and and just say, God, would you do something in our life? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes just for a moment? God, we just thank you that you're here and we thank you for the exciting journey that's ahead of us. But Father, we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss this opportunity that's before us. And God, we know that this is going to be challenging for many of us and it's going to require a little bit of a, a sacrifice. But God, we know that on the other side of that sacrifice, that obedience is life change. So God, do something miraculous right here, right now with this amazing group of people that you've brought. God, four years ago, this theater was empty. But you've done something now. And I believe we can actually change the world one life at a time. Would you do it in us and through us? In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, hey, look at me for one moment. I'm asking you to jump in the journey. And for some of you in this room, jumping in the journey might simply mean to jump into a relationship with Jesus. We exist to inspire the one who's far from God to find life in Christ and life in the church. Not to make people perfect. Not to help people with really good past to be okay in a church. But to create a community where any can belong because Jesus is at the center of who we are. And if you're here today and you haven't begun a relationship with Jesus, that is your next step. You might say, I feel a separation, I feel a gap. And you know what? The Bible talks about that. And most people in this room have experienced that same thing. It's called sin. And sin creates a gap. But God gave us a gift called Jesus, who lived on this earth a sinless life and died a sinner's death, paying the ransom and the penalty of our sin and closing the gap. You don't have to eradicate your past. You don't have to join a church. You just have to say yes to Jesus. And if you've never done that, today is your day. And if you're here today and you've been running from God, today is your day to come running back. I want to pray one more prayer. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Nobody looking around. If you're here and you've never prayed that prayer or you need to pray that prayer again, would you just repeat it after me in your own heart? Nobody's going to know. I'm not going to ask you to get out of your seat. No embarrassment. Just between you and God, just simply say these words after me in your own heart. Say, dear God, I know that you're real. I know that you love me, that you've given me purpose. Would you forgive me of the sin in my life? Just make this statement your own. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with us today, we are so excited to be a part of this journey with you. Would you email us at info at theocmovement.com? And if you're not in the area, we would love to help you find another life-giving church near you. Send us an email at info at theocmovement.com and we'll get back to you shortly. Thank you again for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church.